0: Welcome to the Leadership Live podcast, a conversational podcast with community members aiming to motivate, challenge, and inspire you to lead. Now, here are your hosts, Vanessa Bennett and Trey Darnell. Welcome to Leadership Live on this Friday morning, beautiful skies outside from the Progress Room in downtown Kingsport. I'm Trey Darnell here with the co-host of the day, Vanessa Bennett. How are you?
1: Great. How are you today?
0: I'm doing great. I am so excited to have a fellow Leadership Kingsport graduate of 21 here with us today, Sheriff Jeff Cassidy. How are you?
2: I'm doing great, Trey. Thanks for having me and Vanessa. I really appreciate you having me here today. We
0: we are thrilled. You're, when we talked about uh, who we would have on the podcast, you were one of the first names and excited. And we know you're gearing up for election season. Uh, how is it going? Have you officially announced?
2: Uh, nobody's really asked me or officially announced, but I've had... Uh, uh, a couple uh meet and greets. And then I've had uh, have a, another fundraiser here in October. So it's going really good. The public seems to be uh, you know, satisfied with what we're doing. We're just trying to make it a great place to work and a great place to live. And I think uh, that's resonating out in the county. I'm having community coalitions, about six of those all throughout the county, where I'm discussing crime preventative measures, uh, drugs, addiction, all types of, uh, of information that may not be interjected into the county through, you know, media and stuff just uh, and having them give me input because I value input from the community as well. To You know, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? What, what can we do better?
0: One of the first things I remember from your first campaign, you have a background in law enforcement, criminal justice instruction. What is that like to be an instructor or training uh, fellow
2: officers? Yeah, half of my career is 50 percent management, 50 percent training. So I I interject both of those together because I, I realize the very important part of leading Leading by example, managing individuals and, you know, dealing with different personalities and also showing the individuals that we care about them. And, uh, you know, then the training aspect is going into uh, giving these in- individuals the tools necessary to efficiently and effectively do their job while also uh, retaining these employees. We see across the country individuals, uh, departments, agencies that are 150 to 200 people short. And I think it's very vital uh, to have these individuals not only trained, but retain those individuals and show them that we care, care about them, and that resonates and bleeds into the county uh, when they answer calls or, or deal with the public. If they're happy at the their job that they're doing, happy where they work, I think they're uh, all overall happy, and uh, that uh, really goes out into the county uh, and with the calls that they do for service.
0: And speaking of Sullivan County, we're getting ready to get a new jail or a jail addition. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, sure can. We, uh, thankfully for the county commission and the mayor, they saw the need. Uh, Chief Carswell took them through, took them through tours, showed them the uh, how dangerous that facility is, not only to the inmates, but to the staff. It's, uh, it was overcrowded. We're just designed to hold 619 inmates and we've been up to 850 and even over a thousand a couple years ago before COVID hit. So we've been, uh, we've developed a pre-trial release program to get nonviolent inmates uh, that just skip the bond process, get them get them out, and we monitor those individuals in society, help them get to jobs, help them get a job, help them make, make sure they show up to court, make sure they pay their fines and costs, but get that in pay, inmate population down to where it's manageable and it's safe on our uh, jail staff and the inmates, because even if we start construction on this new jail today, it's going to be two years before it's complete, so we, we do realize it's something that we can't just wait on a new Jail, but fortunately, we were uh, presented uh, with uh, MBI Architect. They've uh, designed us a facility. It's going to be another additional 564 beds. It's going to be manageable by two cell, two inmate pods, or four inmate pods, where there, um, we can segregate, separate, but it's also got classroom. Uh, classrooms inside the, the pods to where we can uh, teach these inmates life skills job skills uh, faith-based organizations are coming in we've got United Way and uh, 180 is a program where this individual's friends with construction companies all across the county getting them employed he'll take them to work uh, drive them back from work uh, to to the jail it's almost like a, a work lease or reentry program programs so they have jobs. Uh, once they get released they've got a job, they've got money in the bank and they can maybe get uh, to leading a successful life and getting custody of their kids back or what, whatever that may be.
1: I met you several years ago, um, but got to know you a lot last year during your time in Leadership Kingsport. I um, was very excited when you applied for that program. So my first question is, why did you apply? And then what was your experience throughout?
2: Oh, I loved uh, Leadership Kingsport. I, I applied. Uh, I had several individuals that have graduated prior to, and they said, you need to go through that. And uh, got to meet a lot of great people and other great leaders in other organizations. And, and uh, what I really like about it is I just love me Meeting people love, uh, you know, gaining input on what's working for them or uh, their leadership skills or what what type of programs they're doing within their uh, human resources, how they're retaining employees. But overall, just meeting other people uh, like Trey and Vanessa. I mean, you guys are great, but yeah, just had an exciting time. And uh, I told uh, another employee that's in this class just that you all know how to keep people um, attentive. And also just have a good time, but you're also learning at the same time. And that's that's hard to do. It's really hard to do. But you all do an excellent job in that because I just had a, a fantastic time. Even with the COVID restrictions we had through our class, you all knew uh, something. I don't know how you all did it, but you all just still made it very involved and very exciting and we we just had a blast
1: well it was a year that we will not forget that was a challenging year but we got through it with your class so speaking of covid um i know you all have been you know taking extra precautions and things like everybody else how can we help you all um as civilians
2: uh as civilians uh you know just understanding you know with these These officers and just like any in uh, critical infrastructure, you know, we can't just work from home. We can't, uh, you know, we can't abide by a lot of uh, other. Uh, organizations that can so uh, you know just know we're doing the best we can i I know i've gotten a lot of complaints on they've seen officers in stores without masks and stuff like that and i understand we encourage vaccines we encourage social distancing we encourage all the cdc guidelines and we always have but uh, just understand these officers uh you know they sometimes they have to go to a, a very tense uncertain call and they may you know a, a mask is maybe may the last thing they're thinking of just uh, p- the safety of others is is their first priority and and um you know just know that we're doing the best we can and um you know we lost an officer uh, uh several weeks ago and that's been uh, traumatic on the agency and the family as well so just uh, always encourage us and pray for us we have a dangerous job and and now we have, you know, not only a dangerous, violent job with, uh, you know, I- individuals out here that are willing to do harm to law enforcement, but now we have this disease that's affecting many of our staff. And, and you know, we're just doing the best that we can to prevent that.
1: We truly appreciate everything you do every day. Um, I can't imagine the things that you see and and have to do, but know that you're appreciated. Well,
2: thank you, Vanessa. And you are appreciated as well. And you too, Trey, you all do so much for the community. We really appreciate you all.
0: Adding on to you talking about the dangers of just the job itself and then adding COVID on top of that, how does the department handle mental health?
2: Yeah, that's a very good question. I'm glad you brought that up too. You know, this, this, profession is very dangerous but we're all human we still have psychological factors and and factors that, um, you know, may may strain mental health and uh, PTSD, you know, going through traumatic incidents. But we have a a critical incident stress debrief team that comes up and talks to our officers, even dispatchers, whoever's involved in any type of critical incident. But we're also talking about getting a staff support team that's just showing these individuals the resources available to them if they need somebody to talk to, whether that be Frontier Health or, or whoever just to get them, uh, you know, uh, fit for duties, what I call it, just so they, uh, you know, just so they know they have somebody to talk to, and uh, you have an understanding staff that uh, if you need time off and anything like that after a traumatic event, we we fully support that, and we we con- we su- suggest it, and we usually let any officers that's involved and stuff like that, uh, administrative days where they'd be paid for those days off to to talk to that critical incident stress debrief team.
0: I have a question for you, and I'm going to give you a couple seconds to think about it while we do a, a rapid five questions. But if you were to write an autobiography, what would the title be? So think about that. And I have five fast
2: questions for you.
0: What's your favorite TV show?
2: TV show. Um, I always like two and a half men. I know I probably mm-hmm.
0: that's <laughs> I a just, good one. I like I that one that. too. Yeah.
2: Or big bang theory. <laughs>
0: Android or Apple? Apple. Do you have any tattoos? One. How do you start your day?
2: Coffee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: And this is going to be our October question. How many keys are on your keychain? 12. Excellent. What is your autobiography title?
2: Autobiography title um, would be, and I think I posted this on my Facebook. Only thing I'd want to ever be remembered is is that I care and that I'm fair. Well, we appreciate you being here, Vanessa. Do you have any final thoughts?
1: We appreciate you, Jeff.
2: We appreciate you, Vanessa, Trey. Always great seeing you guys and Uh, Look forward to anything I can help with the leadership program moving forward. You all do just an excellent job, and we appreciate everything you do for our youth as well.
0: And that's all for today. We'll see you next Friday. Thank you for listening to this week's Leadership Live podcast, a partnership between Kingsport Leadership Programs of your Kingsport Chamber and Domtar. Domtar, the sustainable paper, pulp, and packaging company. Leadership Live is available wherever you get your podcasts.